Welcome to No Life Fresno. Come with us and meet your neighbors as we dive into the world of Fresno art, music, food, culture, and everything in between. Well, howdy, howdy, folks. Uh, this is Jonathan Lofi with No Life Fresno, and I'm sitting on the porch with Alicia Rodriguez at Spokeasy Public House and Tower. Um, Alicia is a longtime president and an integral part of the downtown and tower community, volunteering for the Rogue Festival over the years and performing herself through fire dancing. Alicia has made very close relationships with those around her. Alicia and her partner Matt Commodies also run a venue in the tower called The Labyrinth. But today we're talking about Alicia being the president of the Tower District Preservation Association. Um, welcome Alicia. Appreciate for coming. Thanks for having me. Um, how are you today? Good, good, good now. Friday, done with all the duties. Well, mostly. Right on, I know that feeling. Um, so, what is your relationship to Fresno and how long have you been here? Well, technically born and raised. So, um, grew up in southeast Fresno, Butler Park specifically. Um, grew up uh, here, lived here until, you know, my late 20s. Moved to... Los Angeles for a good chunk of time and then about five six years ago I moved back um, helped family out and then kind of kind of settled some roots back here and you know for the time being I'm here here for now so awesome I like that okay president <laughs> president <laughs> through and through <laughs> um, what do you so you know you've saying you, you've lived in LA you've moved around um, lived all parts of Fresno or other parts of Fresno what what do you like about Fresno? You know, after especially after living in the city, I would say the perspective I got um, was, even though you know, when you know, Fresno is probably the Fresno is I think the fifth, fifth largest city in the state, mm -hmm. um, but it's probably you know the only place you're going to find a real, in certain parts at least, a real sure. sense of community, um, specifically the Tower District. But I would say what I do like about Fresno is you still have the hometown feel. Yeah. You know, and I, it's not something I always appreciated growing up, but moving back and especially you know settling settling roots a little more as I've gotten older, um, I, I appreciate the community aspect and, and just the the feel of you know knowing knowing your 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 art and performance networks and and community activism networks and I just appreciate the camaraderie. Right, and so that's why is that one of the you know you mentioned Tower District, uh, you know what drew you to the Tower District, you know when you were living. Well, I mean, uh, I I was a, I you know started college at City mm -hmm. like a lot of us who couldn't yeah. <laughs> UC um, had the grades for it but not the money. Um, so you know I, I I grew up you know young adult going to Java Cafe and just uh, you know uh, when I got, became of age to go out and and be in the Tower and just. Just the the colorfulness of it, and and the, and the you know the general acceptance, and yeah. that was a big deal to me. Um, especially you know, queer issues are near and dear to my heart. And sure. So that's we have we have that here in the you know. Um, so I just I, I appreciate um, you know Tower District has always been a, a home in a way you know. My, my, my home where I grew up is, is where I grew up, but, and, and I do have a, you know, a lot of affinity and affection for it, but um, Tower is kind of where I call home, and, and technically, yeah, now, <laughs> it's yeah, where I live, yeah, I, so. 
I completely understand that. Um, I, I live in Tower myself. Uh, been here for, I think, 13, 14 years uh, in Tower. And I would say the same for me, and I'm sure some of the people in the audience can relate to that. Um, why Tower in Fresno is important. Um, why it's important <clears throat> for such things to exist. Um, communities to exist, to have conversations, to have that openness, acceptance. Um, that maybe not so is that way as the rest of Fresno. I'm not saying there's people that are in the rest of Fresno or... It is a unique area. Yeah. It's unique. Um, Especially when we do consider we are in um, in the middle of a lot of farmland. Yeah. You know, we are we are kind of in on a little bit of an island as far as the city goes. You know? Yeah. We're not next to a beach. Nope. We're not, you yeah. know, in, 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 we don't have a lot of, you know, huge metropolis type of setups going on. But, yeah, uh, also Tower's got an interesting feel where it does feel like a city within a city, but it's small enough, but big enough where it, it, it's everyone knows each other, but it's not lost. Um, and so it's very tight-knit. Um, so, you know, living in, in Tower in Fresno for most of your life, like what opportunities or what do you see or how Fresno can improve to make it inclusive and, and for people living here yeah that's a big one and that's one of the ones that I was definitely going to touch on is inclusivity um, the, the 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 hometown small town aspect is a blessing and a curse sometimes because we have that you know the community and camaraderie but then we also have um, a very small town mentality sometimes uh, sometimes it takes a lot for residents to really get on board with progress and uh, you know, different types of entertainment, um, moving forward in, in certain directions, and, and so I think Fresno could really do with maybe growing up a little bit and acting like the city that it is, you know. We do have, I mean, when you look at something as simple as the size of a city council, you yeah. know, at San Francisco, and I, you know, don't quote me, but I think it's, they have like 18 on their city council. Uh, we have seven. So we're, you know, we're kind of outgrowing our structure. Right. And we're outgrowing our mentality. We have been for a while. And I think that's been a, you know, when you hear Fresnans complain about Fresno, which is, we're probably the worst in complaining about our own city. Um, but when you hear the complaints, it's largely that. It's largely we need to get on board with the potential we have here because we, because we do. I see the potential here, especially after living in the city. I think that gives you perspective. Um, and then you come back here and you're wondering, hey, we have the talent. We have we have the ability. We need to make it move. And I think it's getting there. Yeah. I think it, it could use a lot more. I think, I think we could use a lot more with actual community building yeah. versus click building. <laughs> yeah, I would, I would because, definitely you know, understand that. Hometown, small town uh, mentalities also lead to clicks. And, sure. And love tower but it does deal with a bit of that and i think it we could we could improve on inclusivity and making sure you know we have so many different demographics especially in tower district um we really need to tap into that and expand and, and network and collaborate with each other i completely agree um which kind of leads into this next question um yeah you know what was the moment or when was the moment that you decided to transition into TDPA? Because I know, it, I, I think, we'll touch on this in a second, it used to be around, but like it, but 
when was that moment that you decided, like, okay, you're the president of TDPA, which is Tower District Preservation Association, correct? Correct. Okay. So, yeah, when was that moment? So, I mean, over the last couple of years, I know we, we know we've had, you know, you know, on top of the pandemic, we've had some, you know, other types of trauma to the neighborhood. Sure. <laughs> Pretty obvious issues <laughs> that we all know about. Um, and, you know, early on in, in, in certain controversies, it was, it was, it was unsettling. It was unsettling to think of the character of the district being uprooted in a bad way. Right. <laughs> there are things we need to uproot in good ways, <laughs> but yes. that is not one of them. So uh, the, the vibe of the tower, the, the the historic aspect of it, but also the arts and you know the arts and performance and all of that. You know that would have greatly suffered um, if we changed the central district. Anyhow. Um, I digress. So, being involved in, you know, trying to make sure that didn't happen, and it, you know, in that, I would say there's always an upside to everything. And um, even though uh, that, you know, early on, it was pretty involved with um, trying to protect the neighborhood from an evangelical church taking over the tower theater. Um, and then, you know, there's only so much you can do though on a corner. Um, it's very necessary. Visibility is very important. Um, but when you talk about protection, um, it takes action. And, and at the time, and I know we'll get into you know the origins of TDPA in a minute, but yeah, because it did exist before me. Um, in 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 that, I did I did come into contact uh, with somebody who used to be part of TDPA, and as you know, besides this one issue, I just. The one thing I kept seeing is there are, you know, th this controversy revealed a lot of things about Tower that could use some help and fortification, and I think that was the, the base issue, was fortifying our community. And so yeah. when you talk about fortifying a community, um, resource, you know, uh, communication, collaboration, all of those things, they can happen organically, but it does help if you have an organization to kind of be the hub and and hopefully initiate those conversations sure. and actions and 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 honestly the things that bring joy because when you think of when you think of what affects communities deleteriously and when you think of what affects communities in uh, harmful ways one of the biggest you know, languages of the oppressor is to steal our joy. And so whatever that may be, whether it's right. housing issues, which mm -hmm. we've dealt with recently, especially in the last year after the pandemic, and, you know, we're dealing with issues like um, crime and petty theft, but also, you know, just discrepancies in the way the city will treat our area versus other parts of Fresno. And being able to tackle those things and fortify our community, it, it, it takes takes deliberate action and I think when I stumbled across this the the former existence of this organization I thought well it would be great to re to revitalize that and to, to reboot it so I talked to the original board members a couple of them mm -hmm. there used to be quite a few and I don't know <laughs> near near all of them sure um, we had some good conversations and thought it would be a great idea that regardless of what's going on at the time we needed a long-term solution to being able to formally, you know, come together as a community and fortify, our, fortify ourselves. So that that really is, you know, I would say middle of last year is when I really thought that, that 
no matter what happens, we need to have that. We need that in place, even if it's as simple as making sure our street lights are on, you know. Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> and making sure our roads get repaved at the same rate they do in, you know, North Fresno. Mm -hmm. So that that's that's pretty much when I decided, you know what, I, I don't want to scramble for solutions. I want to I want to establish something that's going to be it there long term. Mm -hmm. So even when I'm tired or whoever else is tired, right. that that's going to be there for somebody to continue on. I sure I sure hope people jump in and to help and take that on and perpetuate it. I think like I I think it's really wonderfully said and you're mentioning earlier how you know stand on the corner which I think is great. Um, it's definitely a temp temporary solution and, and active but at the same time I love that you know the younger generation is looking at the long picture and then going, okay, and it's awesome that you reached out to people that were in TDPA when it started and then reaching out to them and, and, and rebooting it. So, um, what is TDPA? I think you kind of touched on it, and how long has it been around? So, it, it technically was dissolved for a while. Mm -hmm. um, that's why it required a reboot. <laughs> you know, we had to basically restart it. Um, but it was around. It, it was around early, you know, early 90s. It was instrumental in, in implementing the tower district specific plan. So that's basically, you know, what our area zoning hinges on and what helps preserve the character of a neighborhood. So we do, like we mentioned, have a unique area in Fres especially in Fresno, especially in the Central Valley. I mean, I talk to people from surrounding valley towns that come here to hang out or experience entertainment or nightlife or, right. or even just a walkable community. Yeah. You, know, you could walk around here. There's not many walkable areas in Fresno. So, um, so TDPA was around a while ago. And then, you know, the, the members, you know, over time, you know, yeah. had, you know they dissolved. Um, but it was around for years. So. Awesome. Um... So, you being the president, um, what is your goal for TDPA? Off the bat, so many. Yeah, I mean, I did, <laughs> so I mean yeah, no, that's to, li I, to lightly touch, like, yeah, you know, for the so listeners, many, for the listeners, were, there was a, um, for the listeners, you know, there was, you guys had a, was it an open question forum where you collaborated with CMAC, the, uh, Yes, so a recent project we did was the District 1 Candidate Forum. So we interviewed all four candidates for District 1 City Council, or uh, City Council seat. Um, and that, the purpose of that is, I think, one of the biggest bridges we have to gap in community interaction and, and accountability and all of, you know, all of those things that, that help assist with fortifying the community making sure that our, our needs are met and uh, and that we're treated equitably is having people speak up <laughs> so we really wanted to we asked some very specific and pointed questions to each of the candidates gave them timed responses to answer and we're going to um, share the broadcast on Monday. It's gonna, it's gonna air on Monday, and we're hoping folks will jump in and into the conversation, 
you know these are these are folks that are that are wanting to run for a city council seat for the district to represent a bunch of people when you think about that mm -hmm. representatives means exactly that so if these you know whoever wins is going to represent you you would hope they are advocating for you as a citizen you know and we all you know we won't get into the the many <laughs> layers of how government works and how that you know in theory that sounds great but in sure, practicality yeah. it doesn't always play out that way but what I'm hoping, right, you know, at least with that one project, is that, hey, you have their, these candidates all have given their emails and sources of, of contacts for their campaigns. Reach out. You know, if you do or don't like what they say, mm -hmm. reach out because they're wanting you to vote for them to represent you. So that's, you know, that's um, just for example, the, the I think we just had the, uh, the FUSD election and there was an 11 percent voter turnout 11 <laughs> percent so that's that's frankly pretty crappy <laughs> so we we're hoping you know if you, you know we if you don't like something you've got to do something to change it sure you know and yeah. there's only so much we can do in the capacity of structures like government but when we talk about fortifying a community that even extends beyond that so when you talk about goals for tdpa um, one of the large overarching general goals is really enacting community conversation, interaction, and collaboration. It's a huge one. I really want folks to jump in and, and network with each other and tackle these, these uh, issues and projects as a community. You know, I don't want to speak for people. I right. want to speak people to speak for people. I am one person. I have one set of experiences, and so do each of our board members. We don't represent a whole community of people. I want people to participate. So we, we are looking to build our membership base for that purpose. You know, our memberships are pretty inexpensive, and, and we do offer um, low or knowing, you know, you know, low price or no price. If you, you We won't turn anyone away from membership for the lack of funds. So if that's something that's an issue, email us and we'll just probably add you to the lists but you know we do appreciate the support in terms of keeping us going and being able to facilitate projects and things that we're going to take on that are you know basically we're all volunteer run so we don't you know nobody gets paid for this but i think the overall goal is to get the community to fortify itself in many ways many respects there are many things aspects of living in the tower district that need to be tended to yep. there's lots of issues that are that are on people's minds and we were like well if you if you want things to improve let's all roll up our sleeves all of us you know we, we did see that one thing that came of something like the tower controversy or even you know with the pandemic like sure. we saw people jumping in to help people get parklets up and all of the, you know so it's it, it's, it, is the, it is a tight-knit community here. We could do with reaching out more and integrating more, you know, as far as getting people to converse across demographics, across social statuses, across um, business versus resident, you know, like those, we all need to afford, we all in the, we're all in the same area. So we, I'd really like to see more of that community aspect thrive. That's, it's a really large goal, see it thrive. Get back to those things like you look at something like Tower Porch Fest that just happened, yeah. and it's, it was a beautiful thing for the community. More of that, more of more of the the interaction, more of the play, more of home. You know. I think that's one of the said. You know, it, it, you know, living in Tower, it's it, it's having a conversation and, and getting people involved, and, and so 
for people that may not know, how would one get involved or contribute to be a part of TDPA to help uh, sustain or contribute? So the formal way. So we are relatively new, I would say, in terms of being re-implemented. Sure. And so we're getting our feet still as far as, you know, structures of actual projects and so on. Um, we'd like to take on a lot more. We just don't have a, you know, we have a board. And that's, yeah. you know, really it. I do want to mobilize more in terms of volunteers and, you know, advisors and people that would want to assist in taking on projects of advocacy. And there, you know, I am, I am, like I said, one person. Mm-hmm. Each of our board members is one person. Um, there are folks in the neighborhood that are extremely talented in all aspects, whether it's a certain type of talent or advocacy or art, and, you know, anything that would assist in fortifying our community. I really want to see people get involved. For formality, check us out at towerpreservation.org. That's where you can uh, sign up for membership, and we do also let you know on the website if there if income is an issue, just contact us and we'll work with you. Um, what we're really wanting to do, what, what is more important than um, money, of course, is community. And the more the more the membership base exists, the more we can communicate widely, and so when things do come up, we can start those conversations, and they can be robust. And it isn't discombobulated. Mm-hmm. That's what ha- tends to happen in Tower. There's a lot of passion. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of passion yeah. in pockets. Uh-huh. Passion here and passion here and passion in that corner. Um, it would be great if all those passions could become this an amalgam of fortification for the community. And that's what I really want to see. So um, I would really suggest membership. You know, we're going to start getting newsletters out soon. Um, that's awesome. And we really want to keep that going. You know, it's not oh, you know, there are some serious issues here, but there are also there's also a lot of play to be had here, and we want all we want people to be excited about all of it. Excited about defending your neighborhood, but excited excited because you get to do the things that you're defending your neighborhood for. <laughs> yeah, I, I, <laughs> why, why do we defend Tower? Because we love it and we love our lifestyle here. So. You know, and we, and also, I think a big, a big thing is is getting all types of folks involved. I really want to see. I mean, I come from a neighborhood where, um, I mean, I, I come from a poor neighborhood, and but I also came from a very diverse neighborhood, and I would never give, I would never take back the experience of knowing all my neighbors. That was just, it's massive, and I know here that's. That's the closest you're going to get, I think, in Fresno to that kind of feel is knowing your neighbors, knowing there's so many different types of neighbors. And I want everybody to feel that on a larger scale. And I think we can accomplish that. I just think we need to talk to each other. And I think that's one of the overarching goals is getting getting the community become a mobilized base of, of action for things that concern us, but also things that bring us joy. You, I, yeah, I think you nailed it on the head um, with that, um, and just perfectly like lining up the next question and leading into that is slightly. You know, you touched on it, but what what advice would you give the audience and community of how to be a better neighbor? Ah, I think I did touch on that quite a bit. Um, ultimately, support each other reach out get to know each other 
I think that's one of the things that's missing. And, and there's, you know, there's nothing wrong with the digital age per se. I mean, I'm kind of on the cusp of the analog versus digital. I, I'm, I, I'm I, on the, I, I, hear <laughs> I straddle it. So <laughs> I, I understand both. I understand both. Mm -hmm. um, and I know, especially during the pandemic, you know, um, tech, you know, technological conversations were a saving grace for a lot of folks and continue to be, especially for immunocompromised and disabled folks who don't have the, the luxury of moving about in rooms without knowing, you know, Absolutely. Fresno has a very low vaccination rate. <laughs> um, but, you know, I digress. The, what I really would want folks to do is to be about what they talk about. I think being a better neighbor is exactly that. And it sounds like a very simplistic and um, elementary way to think about it, but I think it's one of the most missing things from our society in general. And then I would say on a, on a, a microcosm, the tower. Um, we believe in a lot of things. Are we acting on them? We believe in things like, you know, one of the, the biggest defenses of our area is our diversity and our inclusion. We know we are a queer affirmative area, you know, yeah. whether everybody in the neighborhood agrees or not. Like, yeah. When you look at areas and like, you know, being, I will say, like worked all over California and I've lived in parts of California and it, it is almost, it was almost, you know, even though I grew up here, when I came back, one of the things that would take me aback is this, this, this concept of, you know, are we still there? Are we still there where we're seeing things as, you know, too progressive? And when you say progressive, sometimes that word is charged for people, but it really, what it really means is geared towards progress. Right. So are yeah. we moving forward? Are we moving forward? Um, and when we look at something like, you know, us being a queer affirmative district or arts affirmative, you know, or one of the more diverse areas, you know, Fresno can use a lot of help in that area. But, you know, what I would would say is, you know, talk to each other, reach out, and, you know, when I segued into that whole analog versus digital, you know, um, the point was really, are we talking to each other? Yeah. Whether it is online or in person, but are we talking to each other? Are we reaching out? You know, do our neighbors down the street know, or are they concerned with the same things we are? And if not, what are their concerns? And how can we collaborate and make sure everybody's needs are met? And that's a tough one because they, there are incongruencies. We're humans. We're going to have different opinions and different um, perspectives on things, but we need to tap into that instead of looking at it as a defensible thing. We're different, but that's good. <laughs> yeah. We need to appreciate that. And we need to appreciate, well, I don't have this perspective. Somebody else does. Mm -hmm. None of us are experts in everything. And I think we really need to tap onto this beautiful amalgam of talent we have here. All types of people, you know, secularly, um, artistically, all of it. And we need to tap into that. And so be a better neighbor. Talk to your neighbors. Uh, join in advocacy with your neighbors. Fortify your community. <laughs> you know, it's pretty general, but that would be my that would be my admonition to, to tower residents and businesses: is look out for each other, look out for each other, because we do care about each other. I, I couldn't agree more. Um, so you know, you were mentioning earlier about you know, there's some side of like working and working for a better community, but also having fun. So, <laughs> what are you looking forward to in the future, the coming months in Fresno? 
um, it's going to be probably a sweltering summer. Oh yeah, I mean I'm probably on the on, on I'm probably on the very uh, very uh, small minority of people that don't mind the heat here. So shoot me now. How but. dare you? <laughs> um, but you know summer also there's a lot of movement there's a lot of events people get excited and they're back outside i mean i like to i'm on my bike a lot i like to cycle around here it's one of the beautiful parts about the district i appreciate like, even when i was living in, in the city in la it was you know biking was possible it was a little harder to move around here we have an advantage and i think what i'm looking forward to in the coming months is you know, as an organization, we're really we're getting our we're getting our feet on the ground. You know, I, I'm big on transparency, and I will say, you know, it'd be nice to have um, some more volunteers or people willing to kind of get their roll their sleeves up with us and participate in things that will fortify us. And so I'm looking forward to trying to build that. I, you know, we're looking forward to getting you know what what TDPA used to do way back in the day when they first existed. Um, they did an arts festival, and you know we'd like to get back into that. We'd like to get back into you know things that, that build the neighborhood. Like uh, you know we need we need youth centers here. We need um, intergenerational communication. You know it's we have a great nightlife scene here, but we also there you know families want things to do. Um, people who don't drink want things to do absolutely um, I mean I personally don't mind a drink but <laughs> I know I you know when you think of community you, you have to think of not only what you want what everybody wants and and I think we have a lot of potential here to, to really build on that and that's what I'm looking forward to is is building if I were to sum, sum it up in one thing I'm looking forward to building community I think that's honestly uh, a, a, wonderful answer um, it's a real one whether yeah. it's wonderful or not. I, I, <laughs> I agree I agree with your answer I, I think that's I think that's great um, yeah building community and listening to one another and, and having hard discussions uh, I think that's a good thing you know that's and I would implore anybody who has ideas of how to do that I mean I'm, I know you know me <laughs> but uh, if you don't know me that's one thing I should say but I'm, I'm not territorial um, I have a lot on my plate, you know, honestly, when I did <laughs> want to get TDPA going again, I had to sit and ask myself, do I want another thing on my plate? Um, tend to get my hands in a lot of pots, <laughs> but I can't help it. Um, but what I would appreciate is if people have ideas, come to us. If you have an idea, oh, I want to do this type of event to help the community, hey, we'll support it if, if you want to come with us and bring your elbow grease, um, but also, come talk to us like I want to leave that forum open you know I want people to feel like you can do this too I'll you know, I'm not experienced in nonprofits this is the first nonprofit I've run so it's you know secularly they have experience in a lot of things you know artistically have experience in things but this is this is a first for me and so I would tell individuals out there especially the youth especially folks, uh, especially marginalized folks who don't think that they have a seat at the table, I want that to be more of a consideration for that. You know, if you think that you have something to bring or an idea that needs to be, needs to be brought to fruition, come talk to us because we want that. We want, we want the people to speak for themselves. <laughs> I couldn't agree more. 
Well, folks, uh, it's been a pleasure. Um, this is John Milfi. I've been talking to Alicia Rodriguez, uh, the president of Tower District Preservation Association. Uh, I'm online. Uh, I'll share a link in the article. We're also on social media, uh, Facebook and Instagram, Tower District Preservation Association. You can find us either way. Awesome. Well, thank you for joining me. Thank you for having me. Appreciate it. This has been a No Life Fresno production, a branding department brand. To learn more about branding department, visit brandingdepartment.com and check out our full blog of No Life Fresno content, including these recordings at nolifefresno.com. Music by Jonathan Lofi.